Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, everybody, I'm back to Bachelor Nation this week with a woman from Colton season. So you just saw her, Elise. Hi, everyone. This is so <laughs> exciting. Elise, you were someone I, I wanted to talk to immediately. You weren't on the show forever, but my gosh, you really, you got people. Well, well when you leave in a white dress, it, it makes people chat, right? <laughs> we're, we're going to discuss. That was the most common question that came up when I said I was interviewing you. Everyone really? wanted to know about the white dress, the makeup, the updo. I guess we can talk about it now. When you uh, sure. broke up with Colton, you, it was like you were going to prom or maybe your wedding day. I don't know. I know. Okay. I have to say in defense, I have naturally curly hair Okay, and we were in Thailand. It was insanely humid. There's no choice but to wear your hair up. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have gone out like Orphan Annie and then been really... I would have had like memes of me across the internet <laughs> looking absolutely crazy. And let's be honest, as far as the dress goes, I had it. I really liked it and I wanted to wear it. And the other part of it is I've had so many times in my life where either I was broken up with or vice versa and you are in like your sweatpants and you have mascara running down your face yep. and you're like, this is the last impression I'm going to give this person. So I had the dress, my hair needed to be up so I didn't look like Orphan <laughs> Annie and and I, and I, you know, to borrow Becca's phrase, I did the damn thing. Well, the, the question <laughs> is, maybe you thought psychologically or you literally thought, oh, shoot, I didn't wear this dress yet. Um, I, I didn't wear it to a rose ceremony. And yes, I have to say in person, it wasn't quite so bridal. I think with the lighting okay. and stuff, it really caught the like white lace over it. <laughs> But in person, it's just like almost kind of scandalous. It's like a the so it's bottom more is sexy like, than wedding. Yes, very okay. much so. Like the overlay is what the lights picked up, but underneath it's pretty much sheer, and it is very much like a beach maxi dress. Okay. So <laughs> you, you looked know. beautiful. I mean, Thanks. it's a way to go out for sure. Um, let's go back to the beginning. Um, my favorite question to ask people is how'd you get casted? Did you nominate yourself? What was that story like? You know what? That is still to this day a mystery. Um, I didn't nominate myself. I know that much, but I had gotten a call last February and I, I honestly thought it was one of my girlfriends playing a prank joke. And so I just kind of ignored it and I'm like, oh, whatever. Like they'll come out in a couple of days and tell <laughs> me that they went to this, like, you know, had too many mimosas and thought this would be a right. really funny idea. Um, and then I got the email and I was like, well, they didn't go to the, <laughs> they didn't go to that problem of creating like abc.com. <laughs> I mean, they would have gone really far for that. Yeah. That would have probably cost a lot of money to buy that domain right. name for an email address. So, uh, we started talking once Colton was announced. I thought, oh, there's no way that I'll be cast. Why? And to be honest, I really went back and forth with, if I even wanted to do the show, mm. um, because I really, I hate to say this, but I really enjoy my privacy <laughs> and so much. Yeah. And so much of my career as a makeup artist entails like being social and being 
in the mix and I didn't know if I if I was ready to put myself in a public platform but then at the end of the day it was like you know if an opportunity presents itself if you say no you you might have what if so right off I went in the limo and off you went and I I had heard that you were a late addition which I was too so how much time did you have between filming that first day and finding out like you got green lighted you're going I think I found out on Friday and I was supposed to leave that sun like the next Sunday after um but then they pushed it back so I would say nine days I was probably about the same I don't remember but I've never shopped so hard in my life. Yeah, it is a a whirlwind when you get that call and then have to get everything prepared. But I have to say my first three dresses were all thrift store dresses. I read that they were all Goodwill. Yeah. So, okay, I love Goodwill. You bought those before the show. Those weren't things you had before. You said, I'm going to go to Goodwill and figure it out. The only dress that I had prior was my night one dress, which was blue. Yes, I I had gotten it for a photo shoot for my business. And I was like, you know what? I love this dress. I did go out and buy one, like, expensive-ish dress. And it was my alternate night one, but my $10 dress just felt more me. Can so you there believe you go. that your expensive <laughs> dress was the alternate? I love it. It was the only one I didn't wear. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just hanging in my closet. I don't know where I'm going to You got to resell it, but... it. Poshmark that yeah. thing. Isn't that what everyone does there nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious. I think Colton is 26, right? So had you ever dated? I think he uh, turned 27 20, just okay. recently. But when we filmed, when you he, met, was he was 26. So had you ever dated a 26-year-old? No, I had only <laughs> dated around my age or older okay. um, and sometimes significantly older. Um, so this was definitely a new experience. And I think socially, it's kind of the norm that men date younger, but not always the women. Right. Um, and for me, I think, and I, I brought it up a lot on the show, it was something I was concerned about because not only did he have limited dating experience, right. but sometimes just the amount of life you lead will change your perspective on things. Mm-hmm. And so that was a huge apprehensive thing for me going into even our one-on-one day and going into the season in general. So before we get to your one-on-one, I want to talk about some of the stuff that went on in the house. Some of the comments made by Demi, who you're friends with now, it looks like, about cougars and being the younger woman. Did she ever like talk to you and say, oh, sorry for for saying stuff like that? Did that stuff bother you? You know what? I got to give Demi a little credit. The cougar comment came from me night one. So you you use the word first. It was me. I just kind of walked into this situation and thought, if you can be self-deprecating and make a joke out of it then it takes the sting if anybody else is going to make the joke okay um so it caught on obviously it became a topic of conversation um I think a lot of the comments that you saw were between her and Tracy because they had some altercations to be honest Demi and I never really had an issue okay we just I just kind of watched her do her thing. And there's even a clip where she comes out in the robe and everyone's like so upset. And I'm going, yes. (laughs) (laughs) She's getting one. She's getting her time. She's making a statement. She's getting airtime. Good for her. I see what she's doing. Why is, why would that bother me? Did any, did watching, you know, and I'm, I always take editing into consideration. Did you watch, you know, some of the things she said and think, Oh, or none, none of it bothered you. 
Honestly, it really didn't. I mean, there were certain things she said not directed towards me. Like, her comment about Courtney and being the cancer of the house, yeah. I think, was a little aggressive. Um, and you obviously saw that play out in right. Women Tell All. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I... I kind of just there's been enough time that's passed that it's all just kind of funny to me and especially right. with Demi she's just like a thought comes to her mind and it's going to come out of her mouth she's very unfiltered and there's times where I've honestly just in the house even was jealous of her I'm like okay we're all complaining about time and this girl is definitely making time yeah. <laughs> yeah she gets it I'm curious you just posted a photo with Demi and Tracy though so did they bury the hatchet they have buried the hatchet. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Did it take a lot or was it just like, ah, no, whatever. you know, a good mimosa on the beach will cure any problems, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Well, this was a different season because a lot of the drama, we didn't really see the conversations that were starting the drama. So, for example, Onyeka said that, you know, before you left, you had had a conversation with her about Nicole wanting to leave Miami or something, which we never saw that conversation. So it's hard to take sides or whatnot. What happened in that conversation? I think, you know, and I do love Onyeka. She was right in saying that we did get quite close. Um, It wasn't right off the bat, but as we were headed to Singapore, we sat together on the plane and just had 17 hours to chat with each other. That will quickly bond you. Um, And we were close. I will say that Nicole and I were not very close in the house, um, but I didn't necessarily have a problem with her. But you can't put 30 women in a house together and expect everyone to be best friends. Of course. And as far as that conversation, I don't remember it exactly Mm -hmm. going that way, but I don't think... I think it was actually something that was said in the house, and maybe I misinterpreted it, but I don't remember it being... Uh, quite as big of a deal. So I was definitely shocked when I saw that episode. Right. And I was like, wait, what? I thought I, I was didn't done. know I, I was a part of this. <laughs> yeah, I went out in my white dress. I like poured myself a glass of wine. I'm like, okay, I'm off the show. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to see anymore. And then five minutes later, it was Elise said this. Um, it was definitely surprising. But I think at that point, truthfully, Anyeka knew that her and Colton's relationship was not as far along as the others. Mm -hmm. And I think her and Nicole, as you saw in the episodes and then in some clips that they had shown online on social media, her and Nicole had butted heads. And I think it just came to a point of, I'm just going to let whatever fly and, and start some controversy. And I love Onyeka. I really don't have a problem with Nicole. It just, it was a shock to see that. I have to say. So, so maybe Onyeka took, uh, what you said and and it became a bigger deal than it was or i i I think so when you're in that environment every emotion that you have every comment can be a little bit blown up more than maybe it it would have been in the real world quote Mm -hmm. unquote but um yeah, I don't remember it being quite as big of a deal as it turned into. Okay, okay. Yeah, a couple <laughs> questions about that one. I'm going to bring in also some Facebook questions, by the way. Um, okay. In and out. Sage DiGirolamo. Oh, God, that was bad. Um, <laughs> was there any beef between Katie and Tasha in the house? I heard they didn't get along in some interview with either Kaylin or Hannah B. Not that I recall at all, okay. actually. Um, Tasha is pretty easy to get along with. She's 
very like nurturing and wants to take care of everybody. So I don't remember Tasia really having an issue with anybody until obviously you saw later, like her and Kaylin had some things, but that was after I was gone. All right. Well, making that up. Mornings can be hectic, especially when you're like me and you never want to get out of bed despite those 10 alarms that I've set for myself. I used to find myself running out the door before having a breakfast that nourished my body for the day, but not anymore. Now with Daily Harvest, I'm having real organic fruits and vegetables in five minutes max before I've even finished my morning coffee. Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced chef curated smoothies, harvest bowls, overnight oats, and more all built on fruits and veggies everything is fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat so there's more than 50 options for any time of day and they'll all make you feel really good about that healthy choice you made each single serving cup takes one step to prepare so you can add water to a smoothie add milk to overnight oats that's my favorite by the way or you can heat up a harvest bowl all of daily harvest ingredients are nourishing and flavorful and you can actually see See the individual ingredients when you open that cup. So try Daily Harvest, the easiest, most delicious way to load up on fruits and veggies whenever you want. Go to daily-harvest.com. You can enter that promo code Olivia to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code Olivia for three Daily Harvest cups totally free at daily-harvest.com. One more time for you, daily-harvest.com. Um... Okay, well, let's Anastasia Riley, we can bring back this Nicole thing. What was really said during that conversation? Do you remember at all what came out of Nicole's mouth? Honestly, I, to be completely transparent, um, when I was on my one-on-one, there had been some comments made by Nicole that she knew I wasn't coming back and it was due to superficial reasons, however you want to take that. Mm. And I think everyone expected me to be really, miffed by it but truthfully I was like well I'm not here to date Nicole I don't think I don't care if she finds I'm pretty or not or maybe I'm too old or whatever she thinks the case is um but there was just a conversation about taking kind of like Tasha said taking advantage of opportunities when they Mm -hmm. come to you she has a lot of responsibility especially with her brother in Miami that I don't think that she's you know jumping on a plane to get out of Miami anytime soon um so I think Truthfully, it's not really a conversation I remember that much, but I just know that the day that it happened, it was kind of everyone was heated. I'd come back from my one-on-one on such a high and then woke up in the morning and they were like, Nicole said this. And I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> like, right. Did you and her, I'm curious, ever have a conversation privately about that? Considering you weren't at Women Tell All, I'm sure it would have come up. Um, Nicole and I have not spoken since the show. Really? Yeah. Um, we, you know, we have the group chat that no one's supposed to have, but we all have. We had it too. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I think every season they <laughs> yeah. do. Um, but as far as personally, her and I were just cordial to each other, but we were never close. Okay. Interesting. So we haven't touched base much since. All right. So, so let's talk about Colton. What was your first impression of, of him? You know what's so funny? I had seen him on Becca's season, and I was watching it with one of my good girlfriends, and he came out of the limo, and she's like, Elise. <laughs> like, that's, wow. And then we saw his age, and I was like, ah, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> so he was your tip, like you would say your type? Very much so, okay. yes. I like tall. I like more athletic build. I mean, there's exceptions to everything, but 
if we go through the past, yes, I think Colton <laughs> checked off some boxes. Um, and then night one, I think I was just so, it was just so surreal to get out right. of the limo and be like, oh God, this is actually happening. Um, that I truthfully don't even remember if I said my name until I saw it on TV. I just walked out and completely blacked. Same. And I don't, I don't think do there's anyone who, I everyone I've ever talked to says they totally blacked out. Yeah, it was bizarre because in the limo, I felt like I was like telling all the girls, like, don't be nervous. It's just a guy. Just think of it as a guy you're like meeting at a bar. And instead, I was the one that completely just fumbled over my words. So he was definitely <laughs> someone who took your words away, made you speechless. Yes, he okay. is very attractive, even more so in person, I have to say. He, and they, they've been doing quite well with his tan regimen lately. He's looking quite good. I know. I need to take some self-tanning tips from him, I think. Whatever they're doing, (laughs) his face, his jawline is much more pronounced. Did you actually, someone asked this question, so I'm going to give it credit to them. Um, Did you see Colton had a connection with Cassie early on? You know, early on, because I was on the first one-on-one date and then the very next week I was on my one-on-one, I wasn't around a lot of the girls as you know, as most of them got to know each other on group dates and that kind of atmosphere. So I didn't get to see them interact for quite a while. But in Singapore, absolutely. Really? Um, We were on our group date and I could tell, I didn't know what their emotional connection was at that point, but I knew physically his eyes just kept going to her. That was and the we same all thing we felt, it. yeah. It was the yeah. eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just so you sit saw there and you're like, yeah, she's beautiful. We get it. Okay, Colton. <laughs> who, who I'm curious of all the women from the first night, as not as romantically, but would have gotten your first impression, Rose? You know what? Same choice as Colton. And I'll say this because Hannah G was in my limo and almost I don't know what it was about her, but I was just so drawn to her. She is, mm. you didn't get to see a lot of her on the show Not, as none far of as her, like, really? No, like she's a great kisser. Cool. We all saw that. <laughs> but as far sure as did. like her like bubbly personality and she's so funny and self deprecating and that kind of humor I just love when people can right. just, you know, take the piss out of themselves yeah. a little bit. Um, but she was in my limo and almost immediately I just felt insanely protective over her to the point that when she got the first impression rose I walked down and I was like Hannah did anyone say anything mean to you and she's like no yeah and I was like I'll kick their ass (laughs) 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 which I wouldn't but I just and that kind of carried on throughout the season as I was just always wanted to check in on her she's such a sweet girl she seems so yeah my first impression rose would have been the same as colton and she's gorgeous let's just linda shaw said which girls were you closest to in the house maybe hannah g or you know that question is a little bit complicated because we had the quote-unquote cougar den and there were six of us in there and we got really close just because we were rooming together um but (laughs) <laughs> were you Not all in the ha- like in the same room the only one i believe that wasn't of that age range that was with us was tasia she was in the other room but all of the older girls were in a room i together. wonder if that was pre-planned i don't know but i think it was a blessing <laughs> well of course it was i can't remember were the were the beds assigned uh, when we got there, yes. In the house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hmm, I wonder if that was pre-planned. Very interesting. I don't know. But thank you to production. Thank you, so. production, for giving me my <laughs> cougar den. Yeah. But as you know, the season went on and those girls went home relatively early, um, 
your relationships changed. So when I left, I think I had gained really great friendships with Kerpa, um, also gotten close to Sydney, who I hadn't even talked to them much right. be- uh, prior to us going to Singapore. But previous to that in the house, I, I say our cougar den stuck together pretty well. I love that. That's good. <laughs> That's fantastic. So... Back to Colton. I'm going all over the place. Yes. Sorry. So That's you get okay. a one-on-one date. Um, and it was it was interesting because you shared it with basically 50 children um, and then a concert. So was there any part of you that was annoyed that you didn't really get a one-on-one date? Maybe in hindsight. I have to say when I was on that date, I mean, we had obviously time in the helicopter and all of that, but it's you know, helicopters aren't the quietest form of transportation. And you're talking through this microphone thingy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there wasn't a whole lot of talk besides, wow, that's so pretty and things like Look that. Look those um, peaks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so as much as, yes, I would have liked to get, maybe get some of the answers that I needed if I were to move forward in a relationship with him, um, there was also kind of subtleties that came out on that date mm-hmm. that maybe wouldn't if it was just us talking. Like, when the kids came out, I have to give credit to Colton. He, it was almost like he forgot I was there, which is what I would want in a partner because his priority immediately became making sure that those kids had like the best day ever. Yeah. And we had, I mean, we had an absolute blast with those kids. It looked really fun. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, what child is not going to remember, especially a child that spends a lot of their time in a hospital having no lines getting whatever they wanted i don't think that that park is gonna have stuffed animals for a while because we gave them all everything out. is gone <laughs> yeah we i was like can we give anything we want and then i just went ham um <laughs> and then obviously at the concert we didn't get to talk no. but the joy of the concert aspect is when there's so many people around it almost it was the first time i felt like we had privacy if that makes any sense whatsoever no Okay, so I'll I'll explain this. So obviously, I was, I think anyone the first couple weeks that you're there, you're hyper aware of the fact that there's cameras and you're kind of watching what you're saying um, because it's all new. You're settling into that environment. And when we were at dinner, as much as it was just him and I talking, you're still aware that there's cameras around and people, you know, partaking in your date, even if they're quietly in the background. But when you walk into the concert, one, I was, I don't know how they stayed so quiet, but then <laughs> also it was, you kind of feed off the energy of that and there's not a camera in your face anymore because they, you know, have to use different cameras and stuff mm-hmm. for one, uh, dates like that. Um, so even in a crowd of people, it felt like they're all screaming. I can kind of yeah. get in a few lines that I want to say privately. Um, so I know that was a long-winded answer to your no, question, it's but it's a- kind of, uh, yes and no. I wanted more time to have, you know, check the boxes, if you will, mm-hmm. for like, hey, are we really that compatible? But it was more the little subtleties in that you didn't see in the date um, that spoke volumes about his character. And I definitely left that date thinking, okay, I'm pleasantly surprised. Okay. We might have a lot more in common than I thought. On the um, on the dinner portion of the date, which was, as you mm-hmm. said, one of the only times you could talk really right um you shared the story of your your sister which i'd love to talk about more but sure did you feel if anything like rushed to talk about that at all like would you usually share that so early on in a relationship no um i will be honest colton and i had actually 
not discussed how she passed, um, but I had made note of the fact that I had changed what I was looking for in a partner okay. after my sister passed away. Right. So he he knew something had happened, and I think the one-on-one date um, was just time for him to ask those questions where mm-hmm. we would be private and wouldn't be interrupted. Um, but it is it is something that I'm comfortable talking about and yeah. I bring up because in the past I haven't chosen the best partners. And it wasn't until I saw my brother-in-law and my dad handle not only my sister, but the emotions of our entire family mm-hmm. that I thought I need to change what I'm looking for in a person because this is what really matters. Yeah. And so Colton and I had discussed that. And I think this was the opportunity for him to ask what had happened without you know, someone going, excuse me, may I steal him for a minute? <laughs> Can I have a teddy bear, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was actually really funny. That whole clip with the kids was really funny. Yeah, it was cute. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite parts. Of I never episode. got caught in candy, though, so he didn't he didn't take advice very well. <laughs> oh. OK, so hold on. Shandell Thomas said um, after your one on one, it seemed like you had a good connection with Colton, but obviously you left soon after. What was missing between the two of you for you to feel like you needed to leave? I, I definitely liked him. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I think sometimes with age and I hate to keep bringing up age but it's true you have a different yeah you have a different perspective on um what you need from a relationship and it's not so much like they need to have this religion and these kind of checklists Mm -hmm. that you'd always have from when you're a kid it's more like hey does our love languages align does you know our lifestyle is he in a position where he's going to be able to handle the scrutiny of a relationship after that was a question that i asked a lot to be honest Mm. um because in this world, you're in this bubble while you're on it, and then you're exposed to the public after. And that puts a lot of pressure on a relationship, more right. so than I think I could ever even understand unless I was in that situation. But I knew to get through that, you needed to be completely solid. Mm-hmm. And as you spoke to on our one-on-one date, I didn't have a whole lot of time to have those private conversations to see if right. we could get there. Um, and I just, I respect the guy a lot. Mm-hmm. People, you know, can say whatever they want about him. But Colton, if you know him, is like the biggest teddy bear. He's a lover, um, has absolutely no dancing skills whatsoever. <laughs> but beyond that, um, he's just a stand up guy. So despite the fact that, yes, maybe he would have kept me around for a couple more weeks. At that point, we were two weeks away from hometowns. And I'm not going to put my family through that and and have their privacy compromised to be on this show if I knew that there were still going to be questions I wouldn't have the answers to. Mm. What was was probably the most immediate question that you needed an answer to that you knew you couldn't get? I really struggled to see with him as much as I liked him physically. I was on board, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I really was having a hard time picturing our our life together outside of the show. And so I don't think it's one question. It was more so I, it was the fact that I had too many questions at that point. Mm. We've all met that guy where you like call your friend or you call your parents and you're like, I'm obsessed. This is my person. And like, how long have you known? I'm like one date (laughs) (laughs) because you can just see what life might look like with, with them and for me with him I just really wasn't getting a clear picture of how we would make this work outside of this right interesting so you obviously behind the scenes say I'm gonna I'm gonna leave 
um, mm -hmm. I'm sure production was super bummed. Did, did they try to get you to stay at all? Or were you just clear day? I'm going to go home. I think at that point, <laughs> they were like, okay, at least we get it. <laughs> you um, talked, about this, about, talked yeah. about this enough. Yeah. Because I went back and forth because I genuinely did have feelings for him. I really liked him. And so your only source beyond the girls to talk to is production. Yeah. And so they had heard me in a lot of interviews just kind of going, making a pros and cons list, basically. I'm sure they were sick of it by yeah, that they point. They have to do that all day, every day, don't they? I don't know how they do it. So I mean, awful. credit to them. Yeah. They're like your in-house therapist. But <laughs> yeah. um, it, it really was something I was going back and forth pretty much from Singapore. And then when we got to Thailand... Um, the conversation was had that it, it's, time. it's time and it was not an easy decision. I think they showed that what they call contemplation video. Of course. And I'll tell you a little behind the scenes thing. I didn't even realize they were filming yet. I thought they were still setting up and I was sobbing <laughs> because I really, I knew just because of the structure of the show that he probably wasn't going to be aware of the fact that I was going to pop in. Right. Um, and that, probably bothered me the most because I was like oh. he is just going to be so confused and probably I'll leave and he's going to be like what the crap just happened what, what did I just miss all of that yeah what? like why one why are you showing up in this dress <laughs> Two, <laughs> what is, are we getting married today yeah I thought we were good because in <laughs> Singapore I had kind of told him how I was feeling about him and he didn't see that conversation but it was very much you know I got a crush on you I want to see where this goes and so we went from that to goodbye and so I just knew I was walking into a situation that he would be massively confused by right so it seemed a little bit the breakup was kind of all over the place at first it seemed like I don't know you were like I don't really know if I can get there and then you were like I I don't like seeing you with other women things like that when it came down to it it was just the fact that you didn't think that you had enough to 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 go to the end yeah, let's also say he was on that date with Heather for a while, so it was uh, quite late in the evening, so my words were probably not as articulate as what I What time was that? Be. I have no idea. Probably I mean, I don't have God my cell phone what, around. Yeah. No one knew what time it was, so it, no, why did I, I ask that No, I didn't even know question? what day it was most of the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, my words did not come out as articulate as I would have hoped, and of course I was like thinking about it going in, mm -hmm. and you think you have this like nice speech prepared, and then I walked in and just stumbled over my words. Yeah. Um, so yes, it wasn't a matter, I know a lot of people thought that maybe I was like trying to have him end the show and like convince me to stay. My bags were packed, there was You're no other, there. yeah, it, I was leaving, but delivering that news and seeing how in that moment he was just absolutely confused mm -hmm. and I think a little bit yeah. shocked by it um, really threw off the nice little speech I had prepared. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, was there any part of you that was like, I hope he puts up a little bit of a fight? No. You just know. I'm just very much like empathetic. And so mm. a lot of the tears that you saw that night were one from exhaustion and two I just hated the fact that this this person that I genuinely have respect for is about to be blindsided whether he had strong emotional feelings for me or not yeah I still didn't want to one embarrass him potentially mm -hmm. or two um Colton had made a lot of mention prior to the season and even throughout this season of not feeling like enough 
And I felt like I was playing to that concern and I did not like that feeling. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about the earrings. He did an interview that said you left your earrings in his room. Was that a plan? Did you... Was it one of those, like, I'm going to leave I'll have it. to go back and watch, but I'm pretty sure the earrings were on when I left, but I'll have to, I'll have to That's, look. That's, so, I mean, obviously, I'm, I see editing differently. There's one scene where you have earrings on, the next scene you don't. And I don't know if he said that in an interview as, like, a follow-up from, like, what we saw kind of thing, but I was like, why would you take your earrings off and leave them there? That doesn't make any sense. Well, as with everything with this show, you're condensing what like four to six days of footage right. into two hours yeah um so the conversation went on quite a bit longer yeah, why how long earring- do you think the conversation went on uh well i thought it was gonna be like 15 minutes and i think it was probably it had to have been at least an hour or two mm. Wow. At some point, I honestly can't answer that question. I don't, I really don't know. It's the mystery of these damn <laughs> Maybe earrings. Maybe I got mad, you know, took my Just earrings off at some point. <laughs> I was getting ready to brawl. I'm no. not sure. I don't know who I was fighting, but um, <laughs> fighting my no, own emotions maybe. Man. But yeah, that, that was brought up a lot. And I, I really don't have an answer because I was so just emotionally drained at that point that I I don't remember much from that night besides it was a lot longer than I anticipated it being everything is yeah (laughs) everything is so on this whole topic here it seems like in general more women left on their own accord this season than any other why do you think that was yeah, I started a trend I didn't anticipate. You started setting. it, and then it kept going from there. Yeah, People it were was like, like oh, one shit, a week. Elise, she did it right. I'm going to get out of here, which you don't see. Like, what? I'm just so, no. Why? You know, I think I'm going to give actually most of the credit, and this has nothing to do with. I'm sure there's people like, oh, everyone left Colton because he was this and this. And it wasn't. Mm -hmm. I think that we had a season of some really genuine people. And that's not putting any other cast down that like Sydney, for example, she was like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not getting what I want. And I wish I had gone out like that. But she was like, goodbye. And I think there's a lot of people that would have stuck around for, let's be honest, there is more opportunity and more potential for things like paradise and stuff like that the longer that you're in this season um but we had a lot of instances where i think well besides cassie three people left and we all just said this isn't the right fit and kind of broke the mold from this idea that just because the bachelor or the bachelorette is the lead that that has to be the person that you fall in love with Mm -hmm. and we were just leaving if if we weren't going to get there and being very genuine to the fact that it wasn't it wasn't the right fit. I, I really admire that and that outlook on on that answer because I feel like so many people, yeah, they, they realize probably either, oh yeah, he doesn't want me or I'm not into him, but they stick around because they know that the paradise and Instagram and blah blah blah. And I'm not faulting people for that because let's be honest, there's only one out of the whole cast that's gonna end up with this guy. Mm-hmm. So you have to have another reason to be there you know yeah. if you i got my first passport stamp that was great um that was your and, first stamp <laughs> yeah that's so great singapore yeah wow. i Very you cool. thought you saw tears you should have seen me go through the customs <laughs> line like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah so happy cool. um and i don't fault people for doing that but i also have to give credit for the fact that so many women this season just stood up and said i'm not going to waste your time and i'm not going to waste my time and when i feel like it's time for me to go i'm out 
really cool. Oh, random question. Um, sure. It came up a couple times, uh, people either before they got sent home or whatever saying, watch out for the people who aren't ready, blah, blah, blah. Were those fears stemming from this apparent bachelorette conversation or was that just more in general of like, here's my parting advice to you? You know, I'm not entirely sure what the motives were behind that. Um, it wasn't something I felt necessary to bring okay. up when I left. I was like, I'm just going to keep this about him and I. Mm -hmm. But I think um, I wasn't around for the conversation that supposedly happened. It was in Singapore, but I was way too excited to just be in Singapore. You were so, so crying at customs. Yeah, I was the girl like <laughs> plastered to the window being like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. here. So I wasn't paying attention. Um, but I will speak to the fact that I know Kaylin had genuine feelings for him. I know Cassie was really wrestling with the fact that up until that point, she hadn't gotten a one-on-one -on -one, um, and was really nervous about that. So there was a lot of emotions going around. I think, again, it's kind of like the Onyeka and, and Nicole thing where maybe a comment is said. And because you're in such an emotionally heightened environment, things just get really out of control yeah you're yeah. in your head so much because you don't have your normal outlets of like calling your best friend and and just chatting and then being like okay you're you're blowing this up you're being a real drama queen right. here um that things just kind of marinate until they're a bigger deal than they initially were right um what was your what was a moment that didn't air that you wish had aired oh my gosh it was with kerpa and i'm happy it didn't air but because <laughs> Kerpa didn't get a lot of airtime it would have been amazing to show her personality um as I told you in Singapore is kind of where I started struggling with should I be here anymore and there was one night we were in our hotel and everyone was chatting inside I think Kaylin was on her one-on-one -on -one date and I was like I just need a break so I went and sat on the patio and Kerpa came out and I don't know what started this if we were just stir crazy or what but there was and we were pretty high up and there was these lizards on the wall of the hotel room and we started playing chris harrison and narrating <laughs> this two-on-one date with lizards and i remember one of the producers walking out and he's like you guys are psychotic i love it but this is insane and we did it for like two hours till the rest of, like the girls also came out and we're like cheering them on i mean it got wow. it was so stupid but it was just such a like testament to Kerpa because she knew I was going through like a hard time and just wanted to make me laugh. So she came out with her, you know, glass of wine, and the we narrated that you the two get on into one in that house that you would never do in any normal life. But no, I live in Arizona. I see lizards and stuff all the time. I don't like sit and narrate their day. <laughs> but I think That's at great. that point in Singapore, we had all gone a little stir crazy in the hotel, and so it was. It was time for Kerpa to do what she's very good at, which is cheering people up. <laughs> she's great. I really, I loved watching her Oh my her God, too. she's so fun. Yeah. It, was a, it was a great season. I mean, I loved the cast. There, there was not a dull moment for sure. That is a very good way of putting it. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was pretty great. It was just different because you've never seen a season where like all of the drama stemmed from conversations that no one saw. Yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? It was just, it was hard to, you didn't know really who to believe, what to even believe, because you're like, we're not seeing any of this. And maybe that was part of it. Maybe it was to have 
people kind of choose sides on their own and watch mm-hmm. and let the viewer kind of narrate the season on their own. Right. Um, but yeah, it was even myself. I was like, show me the clip. I wanted, like, you know, I like, wanted the evidence. I wanted. Yeah. And to think it was so crazy. Cameras are on us nonstop. But on these major conversations, there's just no footage at all. They said it happened on a bus and during transportation. There's not there normally cameras no camera, around. Yeah. Um, as far as some of the other conversations, again, we had so much going on this season that maybe it was more just like, we'll let you pick and choose what you believe. And I think it's actually kind of an interesting approach because it it certainly got people talking. It sure did. Yeah. I mean, it worked. We, yeah, I was, I mean, it started with like the pageant drama and ended with the, you know, who's in it for the right reasons conversation. And through that whole time, people on social media were picking sides and giving opinions. So you know, they got people talking by not showing Yeah. Maybe anything, footage they had. Yeah. Really. No. Um, no. <laughs> no one's personality, no conversations, nothing was showed. <laughs> um did you watch the show before you went on it? Oh, absolutely. Not I mean, I have to say I wasn't quite as religious as some okay. other people are yeah. about this. Um, but yes, I you would knew tune about in. It. Yeah. So what was the most, the craziest thing that you learned that people wouldn't know unless they lived it, whether it was the amount of sleep that you were getting? The sleep. Okay. The sleep. Like to all future contestants, be prepared (laughs) that you will get very little sleep. And especially myself, um, I think as the season went on and again, a lot of the older girls went home. um, In some cases, I kind of became like the mom figure to Mm -hmm. some So I had, I'm talking like six in the morning conversations with girls and then knew I had to get up at 9am. So little to no sleep. You got to sleep till nine? Jealous. I mean, that was like on a day that, you know, we didn't have any, I wasn't on a date. Right. (laughs) 9am when I'm like just hanging out at the hotel room. (laughs) And Colton's sleeping even less. So. Oh, I remember on our helicopter ride, he was so tired prior. And I knew because like my couple of my roommates had gotten home at like 4 30 in the morning from the date and we left early in the morning to take the limo ride down to what was the helicopter mm-hmm. and I remember telling him like they're gonna get enough footage just take a quick nap I'm not gonna be offended and he's like no this is my only time with you and his eyes were so heavy I just thought this poor <laughs> we're boy, gonna like, share a date with a bunch of people and then I'm gonna take a nap at the only time we and you were together <laughs> yeah and I mean bless him he didn't but I could tell he just needed like an IV of caffeine. Something, anything. Yeah. Let's go to Women Tell All. I think we know at this point why. I didn't why, go. Well, I didn't go. <laughs> well, you weren't there. Um, and I think it's pretty obvious at this point why you weren't. But for anyone who doesn't know, why were you not at Women Tell All? Sure. My One of my very dear friends was getting married in Mexico. And it was a commitment to be her bridesmaid that I had made prior to even committing to being on The Bachelor. And that wasn't something I was willing to go back on. Here's the thing. <laughs> After watching Women Tell All, I think I made the right choice. Woof. I was on a beach in Mexico having like, you know, pina coladas with my girlfriends while everyone was, uh, you know, shoving pacifiers in each other's mouths. So speaking of shoving pacifiers, it was one of the cattiest Women Tell Alls I've ever seen. I mean, what were your thoughts watching it you know a few of the girls had called me after and given me like snippets because i wanted to hear what had happened um you know what did colton say what did so and so say and they all just said wait till you see it like you know they gave me a little 
information, but a lot of them were, I think, as surprised as the audience was at how loud it was. It was just like shouting over each other. It was interesting. What what do you think you're... Oh, wait, sorry. Allison Keene asked this question. Um, What would you have brought up or said had you been there? Oh, I think I definitely would have been on a hot seat. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Easy. Um, Probably wouldn't have worn the same dress. Um, <laughs> you would have said something about the dress choice, I'm sure. Yes. In the oh, hot yeah. Seat. I had to defend myself a little bit. Um, <laughs> but as far as, you know, I've been asked in, in interviews what I would have wanted to say to Colton or if I, you know, really regretted it. Because you saw me crying at the end mm-hmm. and saying, like, I don't know if I made the right choice. When I got home, I, I'll be honest, I struggled for a while thinking, mm. did I get so in my head that I just talked myself out of a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as time went on, it just became more and more apparent. And especially when I watched the season, mm-hmm. I was good. I made the right yeah. choice for me. I still, I've said it numerous times. I have a lot of respect for Colton. I wish him and Cassie well, but he is not my person. There's no doubt in my mind that yeah. that was not who I was supposed to end up with. And, or even really the timeline of a relationship that I'd be looking for at this point. So I don't know. I think Harrison would have had to lead that hot seat because I really don't have anything to say to Colton besides positive stuff. Do you think there's anything that was said, you know, you watched it and you saw these girls screaming at each other. So do you feel like in that moment when you're watching, was there anything you would have said as far as this girls and the drama or would you have kind of kept out of it? Um, I'm not really one to do like the yelling match stuff. It's very uncomfortable for me Uh, to get that heated. I don't even like that kind of like energy around me. But I don't think, you know, Courtney and I never had an issue on the show. We didn't, we weren't close. Um, But had she done that in front of me, um, I, no matter what, I just thought that that crossed a line. And, you know, it's one thing to be verbally combative with each other, but I think everyone on that stage did not know what was about to happen, um, whether she was going to throw a punch or throw a pacifier in her mouth. And I just thought it was so incredibly belittling. Well, it's just and like personal space. I would never. No. And move. I want to know, did she have pockets in her dress? Where, like, where, where was, was the passy from? <laughs> Who gave it to her? I've heard that her and Demi have had a talks about it since. Mm. So I'm I'm grateful for that. But I don't think that that would have been a point that I would have kept my mouth shut for. Let's talk about what everyone wants to see you on, which is Paradise. Oh, my God. Is there enough sunscreen? I already went to Mexico and I did not fare well. <laughs> I'm sure they have boatloads of sunscreen for you. <laughs> Um, so you're going, right? Honestly, I really don't know. Um, I, when I left the show, I will be very candid in saying that I was not on board to even think about Paradise and that's no fault to the cast and all that. I'm still honestly in touch with some of the producers. I think they're great, but I just kind of wanted to go back and to my normal life. Um, once the dust and the emotion settles a little bit, then you start thinking, well, Maybe. everyone else is going. My <laughs> friends are all going. Yeah, like, wait. And and to, you know, with some time and some thought, the, the timeline of Paradise, even though it is 
much shorter. Um, the fact that you're not getting interrupted constantly and you can actually Dragged spend time. Yeah. yeah, you can spend more than a few minutes with somebody um, to maybe see the basis of if we could be something is interesting to me. Um, I don't think there's anyone that like comes to the top of my head of like who I'd be hoping to be there. Well, there's obviously, I mean, there's a full cast that we don't know. They're young for the most part. Have you have you seen? Their... I tried that. Yeah, they got released this year before. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Aaron sure started. all of you guys in your group text are dibbing on this guy and that guy. They're, they're, is there, is young there a veteran then? Since by the way, everyone, they released the cast for Hannah B's season. I wonder why they did that this year. I don't know. Maybe it take uh, the steam away from reality, Steve. That could be it. I think they're yeah. getting sick of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're getting annoyed well, by him. And, you know, I got it. I'm going to defend her guys really quick. Nobody likes their headshots. <laughs> Nobody. So I'm sure they I've, I've heard little rumblings of like, like, why did they pick these guys? I'm sure when we see them on TV, we're going to be much more attracted. So which Bachelor humans have slid into your DM besides me? Well, hi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've talked to, uh, honestly, more of the past females. I think a lot of them reached out um, after seeing either my one-on-one or when I left the show mm-hmm. and wanted to give their opinions and, and kind of encouragement which was very very nice um the only like bachelor guy i guess was nick and that was to ask me to be on his podcast so i don't <laughs> think that counts oh shoot <laughs> you're just leading me into my next question oh, um boy. steph ventura do you think you had chemistry with nick when you did his podcast uh i think i was very tired um <laughs> i think i'll give nick credit he's a very attractive guy but as far as chemistry, I think what people saw was he had come off of that episode with Demi that wasn't all that well received. He didn't get great uh, feedback, yeah. No, he didn't. And I, he was actually really shaken up about it. And then on our episode, um, I am not easily intimidated by men. I'll just put it that way. Good. And not that he was trying to in any way, but I think people saw that we were kind of going tit for tat with yeah. each other and like challenging each other's thoughts and viewpoints. But that's how conversation should be. I don't think that that <laughs> entails a romantic connection. He's very attractive. I enjoy hearing his viewpoints on things and I, I like when my viewpoints are challenged, but hate to say we are just acquaintances. <laughs> I mean... I, I could see him going on Paradise for whatever, a Bachelor show for the, what, fifth He's, time, sixth time? I don't freaking know anymore. I, I have to say, I would be pretty surprised. I think that he has... He's done the round. He's, he's already been to the beach. Okay. <laughs> Last little Paradise thing. Uh, we don't know the current cast, but there's past people that um, could show up. Is there anyone that you've ever watched and thought, oh, wow, he's uh, he's a bag of hotness? I mean, let's be honest, you don't get cast on this. And I'm not trying to like, like, be egotistical. when I say this, you don't get cast on this if you're not somewhat attractive, right? (laughs) Like female or male, you're, it's part of like this fantasy ideal that the show Mm -hmm. brings across. So I think that there's a lot of like attractive people, but there's nobody that I know on a personal level. Um, I think the only person that I know outside of the show um, was Chase because he lived in Scottsdale previously, but even that yeah, was but just he's back in Denver now. Dang it! Yeah, that was just an acquaintance. Um, <laughs> so I actually think if I go to Paradise, I kind of like that I haven't been a huge 
enough fan of this show that I've like dived into like their likes and interests because at least I'll show up with an open mind. Can't wait to see you out there. Can't wait. I don't know. I really don't know if it's happening. We'll have to see. Oh, God. I can't wait. Um, and who did the girls think they were going to make The Bachelorette? Did you think it was going to be Hannah B? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be honest. Um, I, when I watched the season, especially the last half, I was like, okay, I totally understand this choice now because mm-hmm. you got to see someone that was at the beginning, we all saw completely stumbling over her words right. um, yeah. to the point that that was probably the most painful one-on-one I've ever seen. Ever. Yeah. Um, but then kind of owning the fact that she was, mm-hmm. and she would say in the house, I'm super awkward. I don't really know what I'm doing all the time. Maybe it will be nice that they're not going to be quite as posed and well-spoken naturally. Yes, yeah. there's going to be some awkward moments. <laughs> I love Hannah, but we already had them even at the after the final rose. Yes. But I think that that might be endearing. And the one thing I can say about Hannah is the entire time that we were on the season, she was she brought books with her about marriage and about love, and she's very faith driven. Um, so she is. There's no doubt in my mind that she is very serious, whether she's it was ready. becoming the Bachelorette <laughs> or not. Like she's probably has a Pinterest board with her wedding <laughs> plans on it. Who so, doesn't? Did they ever talk to you about Bachelorette? No. And I would not have wanted to do it at all. <laughs> There's no, and I know a lot of people say that to like save face. There is absolutely no part of me that would have enjoyed being the bachelor. Why? Um, one, I think it would be massively hypocritical for me to say goodbye to someone that I liked and then and kind of blame it on the timeline of the show and then, and then do it go again. and do it myself. Yeah. Um, I think that would play into it. Also. I bawled my eyes out saying goodbye to one person. You would have just seen a season of me being my little empathetic self and crying constantly. Like if somebody (laughs) was tired or upset, I really rarely cry about stuff that's going on with me. But if somebody else is upset, it's just like waterworks. So it would have been the worst season. So we're okay with you not being the bachelorette then. Never. Okay. (laughs) No one ever expect to see Elise as the bachelorette. No, I I would do an absolutely horrible job. (laughs) I could make a toast. I could make a toast. Hey, that's better than our current. Um, (laughs) All right. So I want to end it with um, some miscellaneous questions all from people who wrote in. So someone wanted to know more about the story with your sister which came up um, and mm-hmm. you did talk about it on the show but for anyone who doesn't uh, watch or hasn't seen that episode can you describe a little bit about uh, what happened sure I'll give the kind of short and sweet synopsis of it yeah. um, she was 29 when she got pregnant with her second child um, she was a labor and delivery nurse and unfortunately she started having symptoms that that concerned her as mm-hmm. someone who knows pregnancy very right. well. Yeah. Um, and it was ended up being diagnosed that she had a very, very rare form of cancer as an endocrine tumor that was in her pancreas. Mm. And because of the rarity, I know you only saw a snippet of the conversation right. on the show, right. but I do want to make the point that in no way was I at all saying that she should be praised and like made this choice to give up her life for her child. Um, if that was a decision that would be, that would have been a later conversation, but because of the rarity of her com- of her cancer, the doctors didn't know what to do, whether she was pregnant or not. Right. So because of that, 
um, it just became a focus on let's get this child into this world as healthy and safe as possible. Mm. And then let's go full steam ahead and try to figure out what to do about this type of cancer because it's not chemo, generally not chemo or radiation uh, responsive. So she ended up um, bringing my little Drew bug into the mm, world such a, yeah. a little early, um, but she is a happy and healthy little six-year-old now. And it's, you know, as hard as that was on our family, I think our lives will forever be impacted and you grow from those experiences. For me, it taught me a lot about, like I said earlier, like romantic relationships and what I would need from a partner because of the exceptional um, support that her husband at the time gave her and yeah my sister was just a badass there's no way else to put it she went through absolute hell with her body and brought our little niece into the world so yeah. I think she gets a lot of credit for that but I will say afterwards she fought like hell but it just wasn't in the cards it wasn't in the cards well nope. I'm it's it's always scary, I think, sharing stories like that, sharing your life on the show because you're mm-hmm. opening yourself up to everyone. And it can be scary. Yeah, it was, and people, it was terrifying. Yeah, their opinions, man. You know, I think people need to remember that as much as they get invested in this show, um, that everyone has like normal lives outside of this. And so some of these criticisms, even about when I talked about my sister's passing, I never expected to receive criticism. And it's, it's shocking and alarming that people have opinions on something that is so intimate and personal to your life. Um, But I think maybe, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, just keep just your shut mouth it. shut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are on mouthing off, so maybe this isn't the best title to say I, that. There are times I say shut it, I promise you. Okay. Um, okay, so Amber Eleanor wants to know um, if you ever have a, a plan to provide a detailed post about makeup that you use. Yes. Okay, so this had been, as a makeup artist, I think, like I told you, my DMs have been like makeup question yes. after makeup question. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have decided to put together, honestly, an entire list of everything I brought on the show, as well as some favorites from some of the girls that I learned about. Um, what I'm doing right now is making sure that I am getting them sourced from places that are reputable. Not everything you buy on Amazon is obviously the right product. Yes. So it it takes some time. I brought a lot. Let's just say a makeup artist did not come unprepared. How big is your makeup bag? Is it a suitcase? (laughs) My like daily makeup is not that much, but as a makeup artist, I knew when I went on this show, the quickest way to make friends is to offer to do their makeup. Did you just so bring I your full suitcase? Pretty much. I yeah. had like bags of lashes. I remember when I was leaving it before I said goodbye to Colton, I was like, okay, who needs lashes? <laughs> who, who needs, needs this? <laughs> yeah. I looked like, like the Sephora, just like handing out products. So yes, it is coming. I just want to make sure that I'm doing it in a way that is providing the best products at the best prices to people before I put it out. And then someone comes back at me and says, I broke out, you know, what is one makeup item or kind of like me, it's my brows that you, you just can't start your day without doing. I, as a redhead have like platinum orange, if that's even a color uh, lashes. So with having light eyes, naturally light skin and light lashes, I don't leave the house without mascara. You gotta on, do mascara. Ever. Okay. 
That's cool. Ever. Everyone's different. Yeah. Otherwise, I get the, are you tired? Are you okay? <laughs> Katie Hercoltz wants to know what it was like to grow up in Alaska. You know, I get this question so much. And then, of course, it's always followed by like, is there really 30 days of night and all this stuff? The best way I can describe it is read Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> okay. It was very much what you would think it would be. I was fishing. I was pretending to go hunting, but really just wanted to hang out with my dad. Um, my dad worked two weeks on, two weeks off. And okay. so when he was home, it was like adventure time. We were out doing stuff. I don't remember spending a lot of time indoors, even in the winter. You can go 15 minutes outside of any town and think that you're seeing a view that no one else has seen before. Yeah. And for me growing up in like Kenai Soldatna area, I grew up where there's a massive, beautiful ice blue glacier fed river going through it and then ocean surrounding you and mountains and lakes everywhere. So there was no shortage of outdoor activities, mm-hmm. um, which is strange now. I When you're an adult, you, you don't realize where you grew up and like how to appreciate right. it. And then you go back and you're like, holy crap, I grew up in like a desktop screensaver. This one, oh, this one gets a little serious, but I think we should talk about it. All right. April Wolverton, did you expect people to dig into your past like they did when you were on the show? Oh, I know what they're talking about. I've seen a lot of feedback from it online. As much as we all say we're not going to like read the comments, of course we do. We do. We do. I've been there. Um, I am not ashamed of my past. I'm ashamed of that choice that I made that night. Yes, I was convicted of a DUI. I think it was four years ago now. It was not the best time in my life. Mm -hmm. I'll just be honest. I had gotten out of a relation, and this is no excuse, but... I had lost my sister, gotten out of a relationship um, that was very difficult uh, to remove myself from. And it it wasn't a choice that I'm proud of. I don't discredit the serious of it, of driving intoxicated, especially thankful that no one got hurt, myself yeah. included, but more so that no one else got hurt. Um, But I think that we are all allowed to make a mistake and learn from it. Mm -hmm. And I certainly would never do that again because no one was more embarrassed or devastated than I was. It was not it was not a proud moment for me. And to kind of have to relive it by seeing that um, as food for gossip nationally is definitely hard. But I think it's just another situation where you can own a life experience and say, I'm not proud of it at all. Mm-hmm. I knew going into this show that that was going to come out. And I think if anything, it just gives me another talking point. We all have a, a platform, big or small, right. when we come out of this experience. I am 100% against drunk driving. I've had people in my life impacted by it. So even that felt insanely hypocritical to me that yeah. I was then in that role. But it's part of my past. You got to own it. Last question is from Lauren. Bro is her last name, but it's not. I said it wrong again. I'm sorry. But here it is. Do you have any advice for a senior in college about to enter adulthood? Um, What's the best advice that you wish you had received at this point in your life? One, you're not an adult yet. (laughs) (laughs) You know nothing. (laughs) I think, especially for myself, I had this idea that when I'm 25, I'm going to be this and I'll be at this point in my career and I'll be married and maybe I'll be thinking about kids and I think the best advice I can give is to stop setting timelines for yourself because Mm -hmm. a lot of people when they do that get in a position where they will settle for 
what they expect from their life and not what they are deserving from their life. Absolutely. So I think that would be my advice is to use that time to travel, chase your passions, figure out who the heck you are, um, whether you're in a relationship or not, just, just take this time to grow personally and then find out what it is you really want to do in this world. Because I don't think at 24, 25, you should have it figured out. What's your cat's name? Oh, that's Bruce. Bruce. He doesn't ever shut up. He You're is so a vocal, man cool. Bruce. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, okay. So share your, your social media. Yeah, I am Elise. It's E-L-Y-S-E, Michelle underscore Mua, which I'm just going to say is not Make the sound of a kiss. Artist. It's a makeup artist. <laughs> I've been asked that a lot. Yep. Um, so I'm on Instagram. I just joined Twitter. I haven't figured it out yet. Okay. Uh, someone asked if, if they can like book you for makeup. Are you do, Are you at that spot? Like where are you at in your career right now? Sure. Um, I am still a freelance artist for the next two months. I am taking a chance on myself. <laughs> Good. And I have had an idea for about three years and been working on it behind the scenes. And I'm sick of talking about it. And it's time to take some action. Good. So I am hoping that in the next couple months, what people will see from me is not so much just, you know, bridal work and editorial, but um, bringing a platform where people can get live one-on-one beauty education at all levels, all genders um, from some really talented artists. So that's my goal proud of you that's a thank great you idea. so i'm very excited well thank you for chatting yeah. with me i don't want to take up your entire day so i'll finish here really really quick <laughs> okay bye hun. all right thank you bye, <laughs> bye.